What happens when life hits you blow for blow and the storm seems never ending? Yet, instead of laying down and giving up, letting your storms consume you, you remain steadfast, finding the willpower, the strength you didn't know existed, and the courage to keep pushing forward. That is perseverance. How you respond to your circumstances is key. Welcome to the basics of perseverance. All right. Great rising, great people. Hope your morning started off refreshed with a clear mental item of peace of mind. And welcome to the basis of perseverance, where their story may be your story. Without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest for the day, the Queen Aize, Aize Hanks. Did I pronounce it right? I still can't pronounce it right. Hot hand enough. And 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 my last name is Hanif for those who Hanif. Oh my bad. Hanif. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. It's but all right. It's all right. I, I really appreciate you being a part of this segment today. I know you have a busy schedule and you've carved out some time uh no problem for me today. So I really thank you. So Queen, tell me who you are as an individual um i am i'm an artist i'm a creative i'm a person who's passionate about community unity and just the advancement of our people when i say our people i'm talking about black and brown people um i'm a former runway model former photo model former west african dancer i still do a little bit um but not as much um now I more coordinate and host events, and I'm working on starting my own nonprofit this year. Um, I'm also in the corporate world. I'm an insurance professional, so that's what I do nine to five. Um, I have my own business, Waste Beads by Queen Aize. I make waste beads um, and all kinds of things. Um, I'm also I also sew. So like I'm kind of, I guess a jack of all trades. I do a lot. I enjoy all around. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So, you know, life happens. Life happens and things come in serious ways. Um, so when life happens to you and when life breaks you, how do you go about handling that? How, what, what is your process through handling when life breaks you? You know, how I handle things now is a lot different from how I used to handle things. I used to go down the rabbit hole, as my mom would say, and just mm -hmm. kind of be like, oh, one thing goes wrong, I focus on, oh, this is going wrong, this is going wrong, this is going wrong, everything's wrong, ah! but I learned yeah. that that does not help me, um, so I've, I have to embrace, like, my name means let it flow, so mm -hmm. now when life happens, I do allow myself a reaction, but then I go straight into, what's the solution? You know, I'm a solution-based person. I like people that focus on solutions as mm -hmm. instead of problems. Um, right. So I use my my circle of friends. You know, I talk that out to them. I'm close with my family. I have a circle of family members. I have a circle of elders. If I feel like I need to reach out to an elder, I reach out. I also have my own spiritual practices. I meditate. I pray. Um, you kind of need all of that to keep you grounded and centered mm -hmm. because 
if you're focused on all the wacky stuff, you're way too far over here or you're way too yeah. far over here and you need to kind of stay in the middle because life is there to challenge you. That's how you learn. You know, yeah. mistakes are there to make you smarter. That's how you get wisdom. If you if you never F up, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to have, <laughs> you're not going to have to be able to say, hey, don't do that. Or, you know, so sometimes I think people who have wisdom um, people forget that that's because they made a lot of mistakes <laughs> and that's how they know what to do or what not to do. So for me, I try to stay grounded and I talk to people who hold me accountable, who aren't yes men or yes women, people who going to tell me about myself if I need to hear it. And, and there are people who I receive that from. So, yeah, uh, I think I answered. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was, that was well, you know, said that was well spoken. Uh, it is, uh, you can't, when things go bad or when things happen, you can't be all negative and get frantic and overwhelmed because then you don't you, you don't have a clear mind to think clearly because uh -huh. you're so frantic and not giving yourself enough time to sit back, analyze the situation, and see how to move forward. And so, at the end of the day, God is in control. It's all a part of God's yes. plan. So even if it looks like things aren't going your way, it's a reason that it's happening. It may not exactly. Be, you may not be able to see why right now, or be able to see like, oh, this was actually shifted me to something better. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going through a situation right now, like in my apartment where I have to move, and I could be like tripping about it, but I'm like, you know what? It's a reason you, this is happening. It's a reason it's happening now. Exactly. Just ride the wave. Just go with it, and you'll be less stressed if if you do that. Just embrace instead of fight. Okay. That, hey. Good answer. So, <laughs> you know, everything has season. Everything is about seasons. Everything has its time. Everything has its season, including people. People are, how can I say? You know, it's no coincidence. First off, it's no coincidence that people walk into your life or you walk into somebody else's life. People have their season. So whether a person is there to teach you a lesson, whether a person is there to use you to teach you a lesson, what happens whether when that person is there to mentor you storms, uh, temporarily or for a lifetime, that person is there that, that uh, permanent support. They're always going to be there. You know, people have their season and the courage to keep your life. That is touch on that from your perspective. How you respond to your circumstances is key. Um, my mom, Welcome to the basics she always says people come into your life for a reason. What's happening, great people? A season or a lifetime. And so, when when it, when people's seasons are over, I try not to fight them and just mm -hmm. let them go if it's their time to go because everybody's not a lifetime person for you. Correct. Some people are only there to teach you a temporary lesson. And then once you get that lesson, they're gone. But I think, especially now in society, people are more, um, they want to hold on to people and things. Mm -hmm. And even when they're no longer serving them. And, and when you do that, you do yourself a disservice because God, the universe has is moving something out your life is for a reason. And when yes. things are moved out, other things, the doors are open for things to be moved in. And the main thing where I feel like this um, comes into play is with what I call default friends, mm -hmm. which is like the people that you went to school with, you grew up with, you known them forever. They know your mama, your daddy, they know your brothers, your sisters, y'all got memories. 
But that yeah. does not mean that they're still your friend, that they're for you. That doesn't mean that they grew with you because Correct. you're not the same person you were then. Now, there, I have a lot of good friends that I've had for several years, several decades. Um, yeah. But there's also people that I've been friends with for a long time and then we grew apart, we phased mm-hmm. out. I just recommend to everybody just accept things for what they are and how they are and don't fight them, even if you don't understand and sometimes you need time apart from people yeah. and then time will happen and then you'll come back to each other and yeah. you'll you'll realize that they were going through stuff in their life you were going through stuff in your life and y'all were just living and it had nothing to do with you know your friendship or whatever so yeah. it was just personal um, stuff yeah i just try to watch the signs like like i have friends and then i have associates and then i have people where we have similar interests and those are those are all different. Everybody yeah. that likes the same thing that you like is not your friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody that that has known you or may know your family, that doesn't mean they're still your friend. You know, so I just tell people to just be cautious and everybody's gonna give you a red flag no matter what, you know. Um, but yeah. you can't be so blind and holding on to it that you you ignore the red flags because when you yeah. ignore red flags, pain follows. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay you got to pay attention to it. It's interesting you say that because I interviewed a young lady. Um I was conducting interviews uh this entire week and I interviewed a young lady and when she described herself she was like, you know, she's that friend that everybody goes to for everything. She's that friend that's more that's most vulnerable out of all of them. And um you know, even though I was supposed to be conducting an interview, I had a moment because I had to. It was just like open. I was like, sweetheart, you got to you gotta uh, reevaluate your circle because if they do stuff and it constantly hurts you and you be hopeful because she was a she's another hopeful. She's she's one of them hopeful person that she tried to find the good in everybody and just hopeful their change. I was like, sweetheart, you got to stop being hopeful. You know what I'm saying? It's good to be hopeful, and I think it's good mm-hmm. to find the good in everyone. But once people show you who they are, you have to. Yes. You can't yeah. be like, oh, they're a good person. Yeah, they're acting like that to that person, but they never do that to me. No, yeah. that's who they are. And, and it's just and when a good they could, time before they do you like that. Do it again. You know? And when they do it one time and they apologize and they see you ain't take do no heat, you just, oh, it's okay. They're going to continue to do it. So if they continue to do it, then they mean no good by you. So, yeah, but I an apology is not a word, it's action. If yes. the person says sorry, but there's no change behavior, there's nothing that happens that shows you this person is sorry and they understand what, what the issue is, then that's sure. it's just words, you know. And you also have to be uh, cautious of people who are there to drain you, drain your energy. Like yes. that young lady, she sounds like a positive person. So, of course, mm-hmm. everybody comes to her because she comes with a positive uh, mindset. But who does she go to? Yes. You know, who can she rely on? You know, you can't let people just come and drain your energy. Yeah, <laughs> you got to protect yourself and you got to love yourself more than you love other people, other things and other relationships so that no matter what you put yourself first, like as kids, we were taught that being selfish was has a negative connotation or it's a, it's a bad thing. But yes. as an adult, I've learned like, no, it's not. And being selfish will protect you from some things that you 
you don't need to experience just because you you have boundaries. You set those boundaries. And when you set boundaries, you'll notice certain people will fall to the wayside. Yes, they will. Because they yeah. can't use you in the way that they used to. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, that, so that brings me to this. Listen to the combination of words I put together. Think about it. And then give me your response. Friends, trust, honesty, loyalty, deceit, betrayal. <laughs> I feel like two of them words don't, <laughs> the two of these things are not like the others. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? One of my, one of my previous guests made that aware because, you know, she was like, you know, if they deceit me, yeah, I'll forgive them. Da, 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 da. Then she was like, well, that's not the same as betrayal, yeah. you know, deceit. So I was like, okay, well, let me just throw betrayal in this combination. Deception and betrayal it. to me yeah. should not ever be in the same grouping of friend, confidant, period. Okay. Because you can't, they, they oxymorons. You can't have, you can't be my friend and be deceiving me and betraying me. Like it just can't, it can't happen. And, um, Especially in Palm Beach, you know, we'd be like, hey, friend, hey, friend. <laughs> That's <laughs> they how I talk with friend. The, hey, friend. But that word, you know, it needs to have more uh, weight to it. We throw yeah. it around. But like, who are you really friend? Who are, who really are your friends? And who can I you really like a look? Up? I give that look. They'd be like, hey, friend. I'd be like, what's up? Like, you, know, you know, it 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 don't be no horror, but it's like you really got my friends. And like you said, it's certain levels to it. You have your friends, you have your associates, you have your uh bygones type people. You know, they gotta work their way to each level, I feel. You know, you just yeah. have a person friend just that easy like that. No, I do think there should be a progression, like because everyone kind of starts out as an associate and then you might say oh I like this person maybe I'll go hang out with them here and then each time you spend more time with them then you see like okay where they where can they be in their life like my favorite friends are the ones that I can be my full authentic self with no matter what and to me if you can't be your full authentic self with a person they're not your friend period you shouldn't have to change anything you shouldn't be second guessing Oh, I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have wore this. Maybe I shouldn't have looked like this. Maybe I shouldn't have ate this. Da, da, da. No, you should be able to be yourself and find the tribe that embraces you for who you are. Some people are opportunists. They'll be your friend because yeah. of what they can enjoy with you or what connections you may have, mm-hmm. or just you might just be a person that a lot of people like and they want to be like too. So that those are the hardest people to spot because they appear to be on your team. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're glow lickers. They're just trying to lick your glow and attach themselves to you like a parasite. You know, they attach it to you and they yeah. suck it from what you got. And then you realize yeah. you're not getting nothing from them. They just want to be seen or they just want to be around you or they just want to reap whatever benefits. And so yeah. I just think you just got to take your time and be honest. Honesty is number one. And honesty don't mean that you're being mean or disrespectful. And sometimes you might have to reflect on situations after the fact. Um, but as long as you're speaking your truth and being honest, I don't think you'll have issues like with your friends. And everybody's different. Some people like to hang out with a whole lot of people. Um, I, that's not really my scene as far as like, you know, from time to time I'll do that. But on a day-to-day basis, my, my circle is small. 
my circle small. So. Yeah. You have, you, have to, you have to keep it small. I think when you have a small circle, it's less chaos going on and you don't spread yourself so thin because you're trying to be friends with this person. And you have those people that be in the middle of everybody's circle or crowd. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, nah, that's too much going on right there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now one, one, one instance when you was talking about that, you was talking about... Um, you know, saying like, should I wear this or this, that, and third? Should I act like this? So that brings me to this. Dimming your light. You know, I feel like people are going to talk about you regardless whether you're doing good or bad. So, oh, well, it's nothing wrong with being confident in yourself and knowing who you are as an individual. So have you ever found yourself dimming your light? And if so, could you just give like a little small example and your thoughts upon that? Girl, yeah, I still kind of do it sometimes now. It's weird because you should never dim your light. You, you should never dim your light because that's why people put lights up high. So they're supposed to illuminate the whole room, you know. Mm -hmm. But, <clears throat> not but, but <laughs> in, my, <laughs> in my personal yeah. life, I have been... Um, an object of admiration, if you will, from being a model. Mm -hmm. And I've also seen the negative sides. I, I, I yes. have seen the danger in being beautiful okay. um, without going like too much into like my life experiences. So yes, I look at being beautiful and super fabulous as both a blessing and a curse. And so sometimes it depends on the space that I'm moving in, how I will, I might tone down a little bit because I might be going there by myself or yeah. I might not know who's going to be there and I don't necessarily want everybody watching me. Like, I, it's weird and I don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that, but mm. you know what it's like to be a person that's seen. Everybody doesn't know what that's like, but I know yeah. like. sometimes okay. if, if you're going to an event, you might not want, like, I feel attention. like you have to know, yeah, when to stand out and when to blend in, but that doesn't mean you dim your light or you change who you are. Um, also, like as a as a woman that's beautiful, you know, sometimes I I used to feel like if I come out looking cute, then the other women who are there with their husband or whatever, I'm gonna get dirty looks from them, or you know, I I'm a, a people pleaser and a person who likes to be liked. And so I think some of the whole dimming of the light, it depends on the person. Like if you actually care about what other people think or whatever, because that's really what it is. You dimming yourself yeah. is not about you. It's about other people. It's you trying to put yourself down for other people's comfort. And, you know, I've been bullied. You know, I've been had situations where I thought everybody was like supportive of me and then I realized yeah. later like no everybody was hating like you need to watch it so mm -hmm. I've definitely had to get myself together with them in the light because sometimes I'll go to a place a little bit more tomboyish as opposed mm -hmm. to more glam just because I, I don't know who's gonna be there like you know so yeah. it's, some of it is a more for protection and survival for me and that's gotcha. something working through like right now to this day Okay. Just being unapologetic and shining bright, no matter who don't like it, no matter who needs yes. to put shades on, because that's what I'm talking about. Day, God bless you with your beauty, with whatever it is that you have that people like. Yeah. 
and you can't allow other people's insecurities, other people's hate and self-loathing to, because that's really what it is. And yeah, they're, this- they're intimidated by you. Yeah. And so, you know, it, that's a that's a touchy subject for me because I've been an object of, of you know, admiration and everybody. Yes, I know you're a model and, and you're the feature model for the night. So everybody's supposed to look at you. So you, yeah, you know, you got to make sure you move a certain way. You carry yourself a certain way. You know, you want to be poised and polished if you care about your image. Some people don't care. I care. Yes, you know, I, 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 I definitely understand you. You yeah, care about your image. Yeah, I, I definitely understand. I understand that. Um, and like you say, it's it's more of the envy or the jealousy. They're gonna have something. Like I said, people are gonna have something to say regardless. And from my perspective, I'm like, if they feel uncomfortable, oh well, it's not you. It's them. They need to deal with themselves yeah. and dig deep down and work on themselves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, it's just the same with people envy people that have money. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you know what they put in? The time, the work, the blood, the sweat they put in to get yeah. where they are. It didn't come easy to them. People want stuff to them overnight. overnight. It don't work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I re- I do remember one situation, but I ain't gonna talk about it. It was through a picture, but I thought that was kind of hilarious. So I got <laughs> you no, know, but like with the dimming of the light, like I'll summarize. Like I've had a situation where I was out with my friends and I was being watched. Mm-hmm. You know, by a predator you know someone that was was praying and it turned into a bad situation for me and i never met this person before now i didn't know that they were watching me you know they have been watching you in the beginning they've been watching you from the beginning to even they have been watching me the whole evening you know what i mean and like that's the dangerous part like even now like i live alone but if i want to go out and i got on like a real fitted you know sexy dress when i leave the house on top of that dress, I got on sweatpants and a t-shirt. When I leave, like, yeah. just because I might yeah, yeah, come yeah. home late, I'm leaving late. So those are the ways that I protect myself. It's not necessarily Correct. in my life, but if I if I got to go get gas, I don't need no random person at the gas station trying to holler. Let me just have on yeah. my sweatpants and stuff. When I get to the club, then I'll pull that off. But that's yeah. me personally that's I move alone a lot of times. But you just got to be careful, especially if you're drinking or, you know, in a situation where there's other elements involved that might um, impair your judgment. Mm-hmm. You you just really got to watch out for that because there are people who, who watch attention, yeah. you know, and you just got to be smart about that. But that doesn't agree. Mean you can't be fabulous, girl. Pull it up and pull it out. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I, I I agree with you on that. Um, it, it's crazy you say that because the person been watching the whole night. I had two or three times two people that was like on one of my social media platforms. I guess that when I was uh bartending in the clubs, and uh, I think this particular night I was off work, and I went back and I was on my my, my media platform checking my inbox. It was like, oh, I saw you tonight. I'm like, you saw who tonight? It was like, I saw you tonight. Da, 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 da. Told me what I had on everything. I was like, hmm. Like, and I could and when I looked, when I looked at the person picture, I really didn't know who they were. Like, it's like you chat with them a little bit, and then all of a sudden, so you ain't really paying them no mind in the club, like you scamming the room or whatever, but they're not an important factor. So, like you said, you have to be careful, be mindful, um, you know 
check your where you know make sure you know your surroundings you know and yes and even now like with social media unless i'm going to support a, a an event for a friend yeah i don't check in you know what i mean i don't be saying where i'm at at the time where i'm there because i had that happen before like back when i was modeling i posted i'm going here tonight da, 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 they, pulled, they pulled up on you yeah and i, and I was <laughs> like oh we uh, I don't know you. I'm sorry. Like, and they're like, oh, we're Facebook friends. That don't mean nothing. You know what yeah, I mean? We ain't so friends I like that. Like, yeah. who's trying to be where I'm at? Like, even when I used to go to the gym, checking in at the gym, like, you just got to be smart. I'm not trying you to make You can't be like, posting your every move on it. I just told no. my cousin that. He on tour. And that, said, that yeah. goes for literally and figuratively. Every, everything. You don't post That's, every yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> you got, even, even though, I told even though people may not say they watching but they watching so don't post everything you post that junk after you leave oh just yeah. had a nice Open workout da, 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 and be done Open don't style. be like oh on my way to the gym oh having a smoothie oh yeah yo limit the places stagnate <laughs> your junk like for real yes <laughs> and just just like we were talking about before like you got to stay in the middle so that's what i do that with like being fabulous like sometimes i might be super sexy sex pot you know mm-hmm. and then sometimes i might be chill tom girlish you know then i might be in the spiritual with a head wrap on like i try to yeah. give all of it Mix and it not up. just like sometimes when I, even when i look at like megan the stallion i love her i love her sex appeal I love that, but I love that Saweetie has that balance. Sometimes mm-hmm. she's tomboy, she got on tennis shoes, t-shirts, sometimes she's glam glam, but that's all a part of her and not to down Megan. I love Megan and I love her confidence and what she stands for, Correct. but I think there should be balance in how you carry yourself too and what you wear too. I think that's important so that you can filter some of what's around you and you can know that people aren't just lusting after you. You know, they're not just drooling. Yeah. Ah, ah, look at her, she fine. You know, what's in my mind? Yeah. Are, are you even trying to get to know me? You know, so True. even when I was a model, like I wouldn't even let people holler at me after a show. I'd be looking at them like, you just saw me in a bikini. Yeah. I don't want to holler at you. So like, your no. mind is just thinking on that right now for what you yeah. just said. That makes so, sense. you know, you. but it depends on what you're looking for. If you want to be, a, with, if you're superficial, that's what you're going to get. Correct. You know, if you focus on only the surface, that's the only thing people are going to focus on with you. And it, it, that might work for you. It just it just doesn't work for me personally. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a break real quick. We got to pay some bills and we'll be right back.
right, welcome back. Uh, if you missed the beginning, you can always start at the beginning, you know, however, whatever. And we're here, basic of perseverance with the Queen Ayize. So, you know, we had a we had a good part, first part. That was that was awesome. So let's let's go ahead and scoot on to the second part of this segment. Let's talk about living in your past. Too often people like to live in a past. I'm not saying like actually forget what happened, but don't keep bringing it forward for it because if you keep living in your past, you can't move forward. Like there's no forward movement. So um, speak to me on that from your perspective. So the key to moving forward and not living in the past, um, you gotta you gotta deal with the stuff in your past that, that might pull you back there. Right. I definitely know about that. You might need to go to therapy. I have a therapist. I think I go to my therapist whenever I feel I need to. There was a time when I was going to him a lot more often than I am now mm-hmm. because I needed to deal with stuff that I hadn't been dealing with. And um, it's good to have a therapist. A lot of people, I don't know what it is, their ego that's making them say, oh, I don't talk to nobody. You need a neutral party that doesn't know anything about any of the people exactly. you Exactly give you an objective you know answer or some some cues and clues so that you can move forward because like you said like if you're driving in the car and you steady looking in a rearview mirror well what about everything in front of you how you drive how you gonna drive like that it's the yeah. same thing with your life now there are a lot of things you know there can be trauma there can be pains and sometimes mm-hmm. We like to just move forward and not deal with things because we don't want to feel it. I'm definitely one of those people. But what I learned is if you keep brushing stuff under the rug, mm-hmm. at some point, you know, somebody goes and that yes. freaking dust and all that stuff you've been trying to hide and keep over here, it's going to go everywhere or it's just going to show up when you least expect it. You're going to have one too many drinks one night. You're going to go slap off about, you don't know what. <laughs> People going to be like, oh, what's wrong with her? She got issues. Yeah. You're not even going to know why you did that. You got to yeah. deal with your stuff. You got to deal with it. If you're doing stuff that's wrong, you might have to go back and ask for forgiveness and you might have to accept that whomever may or may not give you that what you need they might say they might not say you know what I accept your apology but Mm -hmm. I think if you apologize it'll give you the closure that you need a lot of things that happened in our past whether there were family members or otherwise you gotta come to your personal place of closure so that you can move forward so that when you get triggered because that's what that means when you get triggered something happens in the future that that brings up something from back then you'd be like yeah oh it hurts that remind me of this you know so you yes. have to know what things trigger you and you have to have things in place to help you deal with them so you're just not out here willy-nilly snapping on people and then trying to say sorry later mm-hmm. or you know a person that holds everything inside who doesn't know how to communicate or you're in a relationship with with someone and they're trying to get closer to you and you shut down there's lots of different ways that not dealing with past traumas and experiences show up in your future and Mm -hmm. i i am an advocate for therapy period therapist a life coach uh uh also spiritual religious whatever you're some type of grounding or person that that will keep you on a spiritual you need all of it you can't just rely on your friends your friends 
They might not always tell you what you need to hear. Your friends aren't equipped to deal with your issues. That's not their job. They didn't go to school for that. Even if they did go to school for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still don't friends want yeah. friends. Yeah. And and find a therapist that you that you trust, that you appreciate. Maybe they have a similar um, melanation as you. Maybe they're they're a black person. Like my therapist was a man because some of my issues were with men. And I realized eh, I need to figure out how to talk. I ain't really talking to men. <laughs> Let me, you know, so that's why I show he's black, a black man. You know what I mean? So I'm big on therapy. I'm big on um, journaling. Mm-hmm. Journaling is a great place of therapy because you can always go back and read and look at like where you were you know what I mean whether it's two three I recommend keep I have journals from when I was in sixth grade I was boy crazy looking like what girl you know because it helps you to see where how far you've come your progression you be more gentle with yourself like wow like I actually have accomplished a lot more than I realized um yes nature what, not necessarily nature, that's me, but like the thing that you like, the thing that makes you smile, if, if going to the beach or just being out in nature is good for your soul, you have to find out what you actually like to do mm-hmm. and do that. Like I like dance classes. I can go, it don't matter, salsa, African dance, bowl class. I like to learn in that way and get my body movement. That's something I can do. I like to eat out. If I'm in a bad mood, <laughs> I will take myself to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It'll make me feel good when I'm done. Even like self-care, go get your hands done, get a massage, Mm -hmm. get a pedicure. All that stuff will help you deal with stuff in the past because you're finding ways to like medicate your soul and your heart. Or your mind, mm-hmm. whatever it was exactly. that was hurt by whomever. And then a lot of times you have to tell that person what they did. You know, even if you can't tell them face to face, you write it down, write it out, write it out, write it out. I don't care if it's four, five, six pages after you write it out, maybe burn it. Maybe yeah. you rip it up in little pieces and take it to the ocean and, and let it go. Well, don't litter. Sorry. Don't litter. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be it'll be ashes though if you burn it it'll be ashes if you burn it and put the ashes in the ocean yeah but if you yeah it'll be ashes paper, the fish gonna be eating the paper sorry y'all i love the environment <laughs> <laughs> but you just have to find ways to release yeah to get it out if you hold it in that's how you have uh stress ulcer there are yeah. lots of um diseases that manifest because of stress you know, mm-hmm. so heart problems, heart blockages. Yeah. Every, everything just happened with the health. Mm-hmm. The the yeah. yeah. All of that, especially as that. black people, because we often don't get validated in our struggles or in our, um, our pain. Or mm-hmm. it's like, we know us, we know, we tell us. Yes. But outside of us, when I'm saying us, I mean our community, we yes. don't share it outside or whatever. So yes. it's just something that we know about, like the jump out boys or, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. that we know Bunch of cowards. Have. That's what they are. A bunch of cowards. Yes. But That's we know exactly that doesn't happen in other communities. So if yeah, I of course not. Out, I done been jumped out on. And that's, that, that will get to you. Your heart beating. You're like, Oof. 
Of <laughs> course. Know, you can share that with day day and them because they understand, but you might mm-hmm. can't share that with your coworkers so they can understand why you're stressed today, you know? Mm-hmm. So as black people, you we all know we have different experiences and we have to wear a mask or, you know, just decide if and when and how we gonna speak up. Yeah. And, you know, and we got a code switch too, and that's okay. Um, but you gotta get out those things that are getting to you so that they don't bog you down or hold you back from where you could go as far as forward because you're so busy stuck on this happened to me and that happened to me and I was abused so I'll never have somebody good or Mm -hmm. my parents didn't love me so I'll never you know what I mean like you can't bring that stuff because that's it's back here and there was a lesson in it whatever it was doesn't make it okay and forgiveness doesn't mean that you're saying what happened to you was okay. The forgiveness is for you. And that was one of those lessons that for me was a long time. And I still got two people that I I can't forgive. I, I just can't still fight on sight. But for the rest of it, I'm, I'm, I'm there, you know? So just be honest with yourself about where you are. Um, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to pour that. So my people, my people that look like me, my melanated people, my black people, there is nothing wrong with having a therapist. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having a therapist. This is my second guest. My second guest that has a therapist. There's nothing wrong with it. It's totally fine. Another key thing she said is forgiveness. Forgiveness lifts a heavy load off of you. Now, I know you still you said you're still working on it, or maybe some people you, you cannot forgive. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, some traumas are deeper than others. And I and yes, I'm yes. I feel like I have forgiven in my head, but I don't know how I would act if I if, if I walked out my door and, and saw that person. Okay. So I know I would not be able to just not say nothing. Okay. <laughs> so know? pretty much so, pretty yeah. much you forgiving them in your mind, but not totality as in fully forgiving them you yeah well, somewhat i don't know how I'll react if i'm triggered if if i'm okay. triggered by them gotcha. i'm not sure how much i mean maybe i'll surprise myself yeah i just the life hasn't tested me on that yet and i don't want to test anytime soon well but if it I comes to say that this about for forgiveness um okay because when you don't forgive a person, you're letting them live like rent free in your head. Mm-hmm. Like you walk around, you mad at them, you can't stand uh-huh. them. Every chance you get, you talking about them. You telling this person, that person, da 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 da, and yeah, you're holding yeah. on to that. You're perpetuating that. It's you're keeping that trauma or whatever that pain alive because you're still holding on to that. And that person, Correct. guess what? They ain't thinking about you. They, they, they live in their life. Look, they don't care that you still hurt by whatever it was that they did. They're not even thinking about you. So who is being hurt still by the pain? It's you because you can't let it go. So that's why (laughs) the forgiveness is for you. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the people that hurt you, even the person I'm talking to right now, she ain't thinking about me. You know what I'm saying? At all. Like, this is just trauma. I'm talking about college trauma at least 10 years ago. But I'm still mad. I'm still holding on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have to work on that. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. We all have our stuff. But to me, like, it's just certain things that's just unacceptable. 
Yes. Unacceptable, period. And for me, I'm just I'm just trying to work on it. I'm just trying to work on it, you know, but I've definitely come a very long way from then. Definitely. And I, I'm I'm continuing to move forward and I'm hoping that you know other people I can get some people to join with me on yeah, the forgiveness. Just grow. Yes. It's, it's, it's a process. Nothing doesn't change overnight. So it's a process. Some things take longer than others. That's very understandable. And I think it, it's like that a lot of people may have that same scenario where a lot of things are take a little longer to, yeah. to get through than others. The process. But time heals all. Like, yes. I'm a person that always struggle with being patient and um, <laughs> just, uh, to be quiet, <laughs> just allowing things. Just not, you know, I be stressing. I'm high energy. I like yeah. to go my way. I'm a planner. So I like, I got a plan A through Z, one through five, mm-hmm. and then little A through little Z. Like, I got plans. But at the end of the yeah. day, what my dad says all the time is man plans and God plans. Yep. You over here planning so, this and God He got something else. Yep. So, Don't work out. You know, yeah. How does that work? So you have to have a level of where you're, you're able to relinquish things. Um, you know, and just relax and let time handle stuff. Sometimes you just got to chill. It's not going to fix itself right now. You can't try to control everything because you break you break things if you squeeze too tight, you know? Um, it just depends. And it's definitely harder when it comes to family, when it comes to, you know, certain traumas. It's, it's, I'm not saying that it's easy. But yes. you just got to try. And if you need to compartmentalize a person in the no zone, put them in no for now. Protect yes. your energy. If you can't talk to this person right now because they make you feel like you got to snap, then don't talk to them. You, yes. you have to honor yourself too now, even if it is a family member. I don't have, I, me and my family, we get along for the most part. Even when we have our little stuff, it's subtle stuff. It's not big scandalous stuff. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes can't relate when people have traumas from aunties and grandmas and uncles and stuff, brothers, sisters, because we, we're very honest and open in our family. Yeah. But I know that that's where generational trauma can come in and when you don't deal with stuff and then you cut a person completely off, then you move on. And then when your kid's asking you, well, what about grandma? Well, da, 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 tell me about grandma. Then you can't, you know what I mean? Then they don't then you've cut like the family tree, you know? So not saying that everybody deserves to be in your life, but certain capacities are okay. And you just have to set those boundaries so yes, that yes. you're, you're respecting yourself, but you're also not depriving maybe a child of their chance to have a relationship with a person because you didn't have a good relationship with that person. Yeah. That's, you know, that makes, that makes, that makes sense. That's, that's true though. That's really true. And you see it with like people who have kids and the mom holds the kids from the dad because the dad is deadbeat or whatever. But then as yeah. the kid gets older, they got resentments towards their father. And then the father's like, I was trying, but yeah, I cheated on your mama, but that don't mean, you know, that I didn't <laughs> love you or whatever. But the mom yeah, yeah, yeah. is the dad. So then she instills that in you as a child not to be able to forgive the father. So then you go into a relationship where as soon as your man messes up, you kick him to the curb and you don't let him see the kids. And then it becomes a general, generation, generational pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just throwing out scenarios. An example. Yeah. 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 I'm not talking about nobody specific, 
but I'm just using it as in an general. Mm-hmm. In general, when it when it happens like that, yeah, because it it's yeah. not fair. And if the mom is mad because she's not still receiving the love, that should not stop the child from having a relationship with the father, even if he can't provide in the way that the mom does. He still deserves to have a relationship with his child. You know, and that I'm saying that loosely. I know it's all type of uh don't get me in the comments, it's all type of scenarios. Yeah. I'm just saying it loosely, you know, for the mental because every child needs both parents. If the parent is alive and on earth, they should be able to have a relationship with them. And it shouldn't take yeah. 20 years later when they finally, you know, that's not fair. Yeah, I'm yeah, I know. <laughs> I know how that goes. You're getting triggered over. Oh, it's not, it's not even a trigger. I'm, you know, with that scenario, I come to accept, um, you know, in the aspects of I'm not the type, like, if I try and attempt, I'm not finna chase behind you or whatever, and then vice versa, you're saying that you're doing this, that, and the third. You're the adult, you know? You, you come at a time when I'm an adult, so my mindset is totally different than when I was younger in college. Like, I've been on a different mindset, like an old soul. So the way I think when I was younger, it's just elevated. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, I can only talk to certain people. So when you talk about that scenario, it's interesting because the father, even if when the mother uh, gives you that window to, you know, go to that child, we're talking on the same scenario that you give, even if the mother uh, give them that open window to get to know their child, uh, the father has to indeed wants to do and should not allow anybody to prevent them because I know that there are some women that you know give that window to that father and that father allow their new mate to have something to interfere and do that so it can go it can go yeah. various ways so with that scenario yeah. it can go various ways that's why I was like don't give me the comments yeah, no, no, it can no, be no, no. A lot nah, of different they, stuff. Yeah, cause I know I, I know it's a lot of people out there that has the same scenario and they could speak upon it, you know. And but that, that's just, the thing. Then you have you carry that trauma that childhood trauma yeah. into your adulthood and you don't yes. even realize it. it that's affects that's you. all I'm saying. Cause I my father and I, I would consider us to be very close, it, it just like me and my mom, but with me and my dad, we spent a long time not talking. And there was a lot yeah. of time where I felt like, oh, he should be reaching out to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it really, it really came back together when we reached for each other. Yeah. And we met in the middle, you know. Yeah. And for us, we were able to have a conversation about everything, to put everything okay. on the table and acknowledgements happened on both sides mm-hmm. so that we could move forward. And gotcha. I know that's not um, everybody, that's not necessarily going to work for everybody. But yeah. um, that <laughs> yeah. is where therapy comes in because Correct. you can get a therapist and have a group, you know, and it's not going to be easy and it's not going to fix itself in one time but if you try, if you it'll, try, it'll grow. It'll work it over will time. grow over yes. time. Exactly. You know, even if you say, you know what, I don't want to really have a relationship with you, but I will call you every Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just something small like that so that you can speak to the kids or whatever, whatever. Yes. I'm just throwing out scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and because I, as a people, our families have been fractured 
you know, we've been taught to nitpick and, and pull each other apart mm-hmm. and, you know, to hate on each other, like almost subconsciously, you know, and to, to not necessarily support or to feel like, oh, why, why are they trying it so much or whatever, but you'll go over here and pay you know, Paul and Susan, the same money, and you won't question why they charge us so much, you know, yes. so as a people, we have a lot of, you know, stuff that we got to break, and mm-hmm. it starts with the family, it starts yes. with the family, it starts, it starts with the mom home. and dad and the kids, you know what I'm saying, and yes. some of it is generational, like you were talking about, um, you know, sometimes the mom gives the dad the opening, and then the dad don't take the opening, mm-hmm. some people can't, love you the way you need to be loved period Correct. no matter how much they might want to some people like if you look at it on the hierarchy of like elementary middle school high school college regardless of age some mm-hmm. people are on a college level yes some people are always going to be at sixth grade level so you can't expect them to give you college level love respect intelligence conversation you can't expect that from them no matter if they're your elder and you want that from them if you're here and they're here they can't give you what you need so at some point you have to say all right I'm not going to get what I need from this person in this way however I got mentors I have other elders in my church like you you can um actually have other people that you talk to that fulfill that role the fatherly role the motherly role the sisterly role the brotherly role that aren't your blood Yes. You're, it could be like my mama. She has what she calls her community daughters. There are a lot of young ladies that will go, they be at my mama. She texts me, oh, so-and-so's here. And I'd be like, they ain't even, you know, but that's because they have their own mother relationship with my mom. Yeah. And we all need that because, because I have a good relationship with my mom doesn't mean everybody else did. Well, should I be selfish and be like, don't be hollering at my mama. Don't be trying to learn nothing from my mama. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, no, because I know if my mom sees something you do where she has this relationship with you and she calls, she does, and she calls them her community daughters. And one thing that she said, she was doing a, a like a interview like this. And a lot of people look at the kids and say, oh, those aren't my kids. Them ain't my kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. They're all your children. It still takes a village. Yes. But these newfangled children now, <laughs> you got to come at them the right way. So that they'll receive you because a lot has changed in time. But if they see that you you care about them, they'll come right, at you right, different. Right. And at the end of the day, they're still a child. And whatever, whatever they're giving you is a reflection on what they're getting at home. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had yeah. the little children out here, they killed the baby duck. It hurt my heart. It hurt my heart. But I went out there and talked to them. And I was like, you guys, that's not okay. What if that was you? What if that was your little brother or little sister? You know what I mean? And, and tried to like empathize with them. I, I was hurt. Like, I was like, oh yeah. my God, they killed an animal. But they were just, you know, because nobody's instilling them respect the environment, respect nature. Yeah. You know, we all have to coexist and stuff like that. You know, so... You just never know. But this, those same kids, yesterday I took out a word search and some crayons and markers and put them on a the little thing and told them, y'all can have it. Yeah. You know, and they'll remember that. They'll remember that. I'm going to move, but they'll be like, oh, I remember that one lady. She was nice to me. One of the kids cut cut his knee. I was like, oh, you don't got no Band-Aid? Came in the house, got Band-Aid, gave him a little ointment on a um, Q-tip and was like, wash it, put this on there. But 
I was feeling some type of way, like, why didn't the kid just go in the house? And his mama yeah. put the Band-Aid on it. Yeah. Either she's not there. Either he knows she's not going to help. Because they came to me to ask for the Band-Aid. Yeah. Either they don't have no Band-Aids in their house. But it, that's not for me. When the kids reach for you, you reach back. Yeah. When the elders reach, when you see an elder that needs help in a grocery store and can't them. reach, help them. Yeah. Help them. Period. Even if it's just for the good karma to come back to you. You know? So, anyway, child, you know I'm on my love. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Serving. I know what. That's why that's I'm letting you. I'm letting you go. So, let me ask you this. What is something you wish somebody had told you at 20? What it what is something you would tell your 20-year-old self that uh you wish somebody had told you that you know now? Mm. I had to think about what I was doing when I was 20. <laughs> Where was I at? <laughs> I think I wish somebody would have told me um that it's okay to be myself, that I don't have to okay. try to fit in to be like okay. the other. I wish somebody had told me to be more selfish, mm -hmm. um, to really put myself first and like embrace what that really means. Because at that time, I was a people pleaser. Like I was trying, I was friendly with everybody. I was friendly with a lot of people that I shouldn't have been friends with, and I learned that the hard way just just mm -hmm. a few years later, <laughs> just a few years after. Um, This may be a little weird, but I wish someone had told my 20-year-old self to like explore my own self more so I could know what touch I like, you know, like that in that level. Because I think when you're young, you be out here wilding and you don't realize what real intimacy is until you get older. And you're like, dang, I wasn't even, that was, I was wilding. <laughs> yes. That wasn't even <laughs> serving me. It wasn't best for me. Yes. Um. And I wish my 20-year-old self, like, stop trying to be everybody's friend because everybody's not your friend. Like, I was just, like you said, seeing the good in everybody and mm -hmm. helping people, giving people my last who wouldn't give me their last. And then, then when I needed help, feeling like, oh, what about these people I was helping? You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. This was, like, I was in college. I was away from home. So that's what I'm thinking about, like. You know, it was a lot that I didn't know, and I was just out there trying to trying to learn, and I, I learned a lot the hard way, a lot, lot, lot the hard way. Okay. Um, I wish somebody had told my twenty year old self to go to class, <laughs> <laughs> go to class, because you the, the student loans, you you know, if you're gonna be paying for them, you at least need something to show for it. Exactly. Get up, go to class, uh, pass that math, don't change your major, go back and take the college algebra. <laughs> Stop changing your major to avoid math class. You wasted money. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I'm wow. being personal now, but no, I just uh, I listen, listen, you never know. Somebody may be this may stick in somebody's head. You never know who is gonna reach. So I feel you. I was never in, in class in high school. I do my work. And I was gone. See, that was the thing in high school. wasn't I never had any real challenges in elementary school, mm -hmm. middle school, high school. It wasn't hard for me to get good grades. I was always involved. I was in activities. And then I got to college, especially UCF. They claim to stand for you can't finish. Yeah. UCF was, 
was hard. Like it wasn't even just come easy to me. I just come to class, listen to lecture, take the test, get a hundred. Like I had to actually study and teach yeah. myself. And I wasn't in a, I wasn't mature. Like I, I was not disciplined. Things, yeah, I was trying to find the easy way out of stuff. Plus, I, you know, you young, you in a new city, you away from your family, so it's a whole bunch of other stuff. But yeah, like I definitely wish that I had to like been more like I should have been a film major instead of a nursing major because that's what I was actually into but nursing was like more money you know so I wasn't I started out not being true to myself and then I was struggling trying to um it was college algebra to be honest and I'm I'm really bad with numbers I'm a little bit dyslexic so that definitely has it but I also came into a lot of money as far as like I had a lot of grants and uh uh, student loans and we was at Red Lobster two or three, four times a week. We was going to Atlanta, Burlington Co Factory, buying new outfits. Like I wish I had been more money minded. Maybe bought some stock back then. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like tried to learn how to save because I hadn't learned saving yet then. Yeah, it's more more financial stuff because now at 35 I'm looking back like damn I had what I had when I was 20 boy you know what I mean Mm -hmm. stuff like that um but I still don't regret anything don't get me wrong I don't regret none of it because it brought me to where I am today and and that's the thing like all the steps and missteps that we took in our past yeah that was supposed to happen. Nothing that was for you will pass you by. Nothing that has passed you by is for you. Okay. Say it again. Nothing that is for you will pass you by. Nothing that has passed you by was for you. So if you were supposed to get this job, no, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. Because you would have got it. Oh, I was supposed to. That was my man. No, he, no, 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 no. Because he would have been with you. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the thing too. Like, don't hold on to stuff for, you know, and maybe it's for you, just not right now. Maybe you're not ready right now. Maybe. Yeah. So that's one thing that how I am now, like, and I used to be angry and all type of stuff, just going through a lot of stuff. And I'm sure we all can say that about our youth and I'm still young, you know, but you definitely have to just try to make sure that you have good people around you that can really tell you about yourself in a loving and constructive way. Yeah. I feel like that is the key. Your circle, mm-hmm. your safety net. Yeah, that support. Is that, that support. Mm-hmm. Like for real. That's that is that is an important factor to have in your life. Um, a, a stable, balanced uh, support base that uh, that's all about your well-being, and you guys uplift, motivate, and encourage each other as well. So, look that, at that look is. at uh, who just left office. His circle cannot tell him nothing. Yeah. Mr. Orange, the people around him, the people that, that were are hired to check him and let him know, like, bro, oh, yeah. don't do this. Don't tweet that. Don't say that. None of them had a voice. Absolutely none of them. Yeah. None of them. He did what he wanted to do. Yeah. And that's, you can look at other celebrities that you can tell, like, Lord, they don't got no sounding board. Or, you, or they used to have a sounding board, then they lost a person, and now they just they yeah. just in a sunken place. They just sunken. Just, you know, clink, clink. You got to be that mind. You got to be that mind that'll listen, <laughs> yeah. too. You got to be 
y'all be willing to listen and accept um, and receive yeah and receive yeah yeah and that's hard because your ego will block you from hearing the stuff that you know that you really need to hear and have you mad at a person for telling you the truth yeah (laughs) Your ego yeah. will be like, no, you don't need that truth. No, we're fine over I've here. Seen, no, I've seen those type. I've dealt with those type of uh, yeah, individuals. So, <laughs> so I know. And I'd be like, I don't care how you feel, but da 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 like, Or just the person know. that you won't even tell them. You don't even say it yeah. to them because you know they ain't going to receive it. And yeah, you protect you know your act. energy because you're like, mm, I ain't even yeah. going to tell her. Huh? Because it went way left. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that person that other people say, mm, don't say nothing to her. Yeah. You don't want to be that crazy. person that's out here wilding and people like, mm, did you see so-and-so acting up? Yeah. Because nobody can tell them about themselves. I've been that person. I'm glad I'm not that person anymore, you know, but okay. yeah. That's a good thing. It's an experience. You learn. You live and you learn. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got two, maybe three more things that I want to touch on. Uh, comfort zone. Too often, people sleep in their comfort zone, but they fail to realize that when you sit there and hibernate in your comfort zone, there's no growth, there's no movement, there's no change. If you're still doing the same stuff you were doing last year, this year, you're in your comfort zone, and there's no growth. And that's crazy. Doing the same thing over and nothing has changed is insanity. Talk to me about comfort zone. Have you, have you been have you been in your comfort zone sleeping? I know at, at some point people have some people have all of us have been in our comfort zone, but some of us faster than others like to move. We like the constant evolving. The constant transitioning, the constant growth. Talk to me a little bit, you know, about that from your perspective. Um, use an example, if you may, you know, in regards to you sitting in your comfort zone and how you got out of that comfort zone, got on yourself to move and get up and keep pushing forward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've definitely been in the comfort zone I, the the biggest example that stuck in my mind was a, was a relationship that I was in for like over ten years. That okay, it never was what I needed it to be, but for whatever reason, I was still holding on to it. I would leave them, date somebody else, come back, leave them, come back. But it was a comfort place for me. It was a comfort mm-hmm. place, and so I always went back to there. Um, there's no growth when you're comfortable. Period. Yes none whatsoever if you want to grow you have to become a little uncomfortable and that goes to the same thing like when we talk about therapy that's going to be uncomfortable you're going to have to talk about stuff you don't want to but if you continue to do the same things you will not get different results so if you want different results in your life you got to change and come out of your comfort zone now yes it's interesting because I have friends that I feel like are in their comfort zone and that works for them and that's where they are. And then I have friends that that aren't in their comfort zone and they're stuck constantly pushing to grow and do more. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between leaders and followers. Yes. That's the difference between the rich folks and poor folks. 
You know what I mean? That's the difference between, you know, the president and whatever's at the bottom of that hierarchy. Because, I mean, you have to come out of your comfort zone so that you can grow. Um, I did that in so many different areas of my life. I think maybe, maybe when I started African dance, West African dance, that was like, I remember like totally sucking at it. <laughs> But it was the person I was dating. I, I kind of like, you know, wanted to be better. And um, I'm very glad that I tried and pushed myself to become a better dancer because I met more people. Um, it, it just opened up the world like of arts and culture just opened up for me. But if I had, because I used to give up, I used to go to class and I remember they had these guys from the Ivory Coast and they came in doing backflips and stuff. And I just went and sat down. I was like, yeah, I don't know what they're about to do, but I can't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you if you cut yourself off at the feet every time you don't try. Yeah. Imagine if when you're a baby and you're trying to walk and in you the first time you fell, you just sat down and said, Well, I ain't trying that no more. Yeah, you wouldn't walk, you wouldn't be walking. Like as a child, kids aren't afraid of discomfort. But then at some point, I don't know what's what happens in life where we don't want to try stuff if it don't come easy to us. Mm-hmm. And that you're doing yourself a disservice because there's always something new you can learn. And look at the people who like the elders that learned the internet, that learned the Zoom, that learned the text mm-hmm. messaging are exactly. doing a lot better than the elders that don't know how to use nothing, don't know how to do nothing. They, they're stuck. So you don't want to make yourself stuck by staying comfortable. I mean, it's great to want to be comfortable, but I feel like it just depends on what type of life you want to have. Like, I'm a go-getter, you know, I'm a leader, but some people, that's just not who they are. They rather yeah. follow, you know, and they will follow, and that's what the, you look at their life, it's safe, and, and those are the people, and I'm just making a generalization but i was gonna say yeah. those are the people that on their deathbed when they're old they say they wish they had lived more yeah. they wish they had a did this they wish they had done this they wish they had of not been a dentist because they really wanted to be a dancer but their parents you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like though i feel like there's a, a freeness with people who are not afraid to come out of their comfort zone and they yes. get more out of life yeah. They get more out of life. I feel like they get more respected and they have more unique experiences because they're willing to try. They're Correct. willing to just say, you know what? Let me try it. You know, That's you true. never know like what comes yeah. out of it. Exactly. When you I, I'm I'm like this. If you're uncomfortable, if you're not uncomfortable in any shape or form, if you don't walk into a location and you're not uncomfortable there's a problem. Uncomfortable means there's some growth, there's some opportunity that's going to open or you're going to be at the right place at the right time yeah. uh, with that uncomfortability. That it's, it's always like that. You know, whether a door opportunity where you meet somebody, you never know, you may go somewhere and you may feel uncomfortable, but you may have, you may walk into a billionaire that may come up to you and be like, you know, I heard about you. I've been watching you. Da 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 da. Yeah. You just, you just never know yeah. what you what you do. And like you say, you never try. If a person never tried, then they're just cutting themselves off um, because they don't know where it may lead to. Like you said, if you exactly. would have stopped doing African dance, 
there'd be no way you'll be doing what you're doing, getting booked for gigs, having people contact you. And you you're open and exposed to a whole nother community of drum and circle. So it's yeah, you know, people got to be able to be willing to um, step out that comfort zone and just give it give it a try. You you just step never out know. on faith step, and just yeah. try something. You might be surprised. You might like it. Mm-hmm. You might be good at it. And it might change your life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's that's enough reasons to just try. And and when you're trying, you have to remove the ego. Ego edging God out. Remove mm-hmm. it. So and that God can yourself enter. Too. Huh? And believe in yourself too. Yes. And yeah. allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to not be the best. Mm-hmm. don't worry about who's looking or whatever just do it and enjoy whatever it is whether it's a kayak you've never been kayaking before or you never learned how to swim now you you've grown it, it, they have adult swim classes like do yeah. it like you just try go ride that horse go like there's so many things that i've done that like one time i went to a rodeo with one of my co-workers i had mm-hmm. a wonderful time at that rodeo and it was like <laughs> black people in the whole thing and they was riding horses and I touched the cow for the first time like it was I was like oh my god you know but I never <laughs> would have went there by myself and I yeah, haven't yeah, been yeah. there since but it yeah. was a great experience and it helped right. me to respect farm people and like that there's a whole group you get of a people different that, view yeah yeah like and, and that's the problem yeah. with America sometimes like there's a lot of different kinds of people in this in this country, in the world. But if you only keep yourself, look at all these white supremacists and people from Iowa or whatever. I'm not picking on Iowa. I'm just throwing out of state. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. stay in a place where they're only surrounded by people that think like them. They don't travel to diverse areas. They don't try to step out and learn more things. And yep. now they look crazy and realizing that no, you're not supreme, you're not the best, you're not the smartest, you're not the richest, you're not the nothingest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like seriously. So, but it's it, like a lot of people who be stuck in their comfort zone thinking that there's always someone bigger, better, better, smarter, more beautiful than you. Mm-hmm. But you still should be able to be confident in who you are to embrace that person and those things and see what it might bring to you in your life. You never know that what you've been doing for the past 30 years is not for you until you try this new thing and you say, oh my gosh. Exactly. And then your life just blooms. You know, look at the lady from Black Panther who decided she was going to act at, what, 90 or something? Mm -hmm. The the elder. She decided at like 89 she was going to be an actress and she started in Black Panther at like 91. Now she's 92. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, what if she just never It's never too late. It's never too late. Never too late. To find yourself is never too late to try something new. Like just, just, just do it. Just make yeah. that thing. Just do it. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we're gonna wrap it up with this last thing. Um, I want you to listen to what I say, and then I want you to build upon that and give me your closing statement. Okay. You know. What we go through is always temporary. It's not permanent. And also what we go through and what we have, what we go through and what we're probably currently going through, we know that is not who we really are. But these situations and circumstances 
are making us into the person we need to become. What you got? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of like my, what I've been saying the whole time uh, to just kind of try to embrace, like, I know I come off real happy and real confident and that's who I am now. It's not wrong with that. It's <laughs> not wrong I didn't with that. start there is what I'm trying yeah. to say. I didn't start yeah. there. Yes, I've had a lot of fun and fabulous experiences, but there were times in which I felt very, very insecure and inadequate in those spaces. You know, but just know that this too shall pass, whatever it is that you're going through. That is a blessing of time. That is a blessing of time. That what's important right now, nine times out of 10, is not going to be important five years from now, one year from now. So when you have your crisis in your life and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? Just know, <laughs> like, this this too shall pass. This is temporary. And try to figure out what am I supposed to learn from this? What did I allow that brought me here? You know what I mean? What, what did I, where was there a place where I should have spoke up more for myself or I should have been more honest and then I wouldn't have had this experience, you know? Find the lesson in it and know that it's temporary. Know that it's temporary and everything is, the night is dark before the dawn. Even like in science, like to go high, you got to go low first. You know what I'm saying? There's nowhere, you know, from the bottom except up. Correct. It's temporary. Surround yourself with positive people. Mm-hmm. Go places that make you feel good, whether, oh, it's live music and you just poetry nature go bike ride go dancing go eat some food you know what I mean find out what it is that makes you feel beautiful you feel good whether you're male or female you know I know I'm using a lot of girly stuff but what what makes you feel the best what makes you feel fulfilled find that find that and and look at your people look at your inner circle do are they really like supporting and pushing you to what you really want are they really there for you? Are they really like calling you out and telling you like, hey friend, you know, I love you, but I noticed that, da, 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 da. and are you able to receive it? Or are they saying, you know what? You never asked me for help. I know you need some help. Stop trying to push me. I'm going to help you. Yes. I'm helping you. You, you, need know those, you need those people in your life. You and really you have do. to be okay to ask for help. But you are responsible for your inner circle and the people like you control that. You are the one driving the, the the car of life, your life. You're driving it. If you don't like where you are, mm-hmm. drive somewhere else. Yep. You're in control. You are. And there's a way out. There's always a way out. Even if you feel trapped, there's always a way out. There's always another day. It's temporary. And tell yourself that when, when life delivers you, it blows because it will. Because that's, I mean, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Because if we didn't have the human experience, we'd just be up there with God, just floating around, <laughs> no action. You know what I'm saying? We just up there chilling with God. God said, oh, let me put you down here in this human form. Let's see what, let's see, let's see what we can throw at you. You know what right. I'm saying? So just know that it's part of life. Trials, tribulations, ups, downs, it's part of life. Death, birth. Mm-hmm part of life betrayals all that stuff is part of life but it's not going to break you it's how you deal with it that's how you move forward how are you going to deal with it 
Take your day to wallow in it. Take your day to be mad. But don't stay there. Don't live there. Because it's temporary. And it might be setting you up for something 10 times better if you will just let go of the thing that you just think you need so much, so bad. It's temporary. All of it is temporary. The hurt, the pain. Think about it. Have you ever broken a bone or, or scraped yourself or burned yourself? It hurt, right? But then mm-hmm. then there, there's a day when it stops hurting. Yes. There's a day when it stops. It might take two days for one person, like a surgery, had knee surgery. It might take you six months to walk, you know what I mean? A year, but but it's it's gonna get better. Even with a plant, you plant a seed and you might see this much growing up here, but you don't see all this going down here. It doesn't mean that it's not growing. That's like you as a person. And sometimes the plant is growing, but you just didn't notice the little leaf over here. You didn't notice the little bud over there because you just look at it like, oh, I ain't growing, I'm killing it. No, you are growing as a person in life. Like. Give yourself credit. Go back and read that journal from last year and see where you was at. Give yourself credit. Credit. Write down if a whole bunch of stuff is going bad, write down what's going good. Write it down. Put it somewhere where you can see it. Write on your mirror. I am worthy. I am enough. You know, you have to do those things to help you. It's nobody else's responsibility except yours. And if you need help, you need to make sure you have the right circle around you. And that's up to you. If you need to get rid of some people, you need to get rid of them. You don't have to tell them. Just let them fade out. Let them fade into the darkness. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to confront everything. Just make a mental note and move different. Okay? Put yourself first. All right. Okay. That concludes our segment for today. Man, oh man, she did a amazing closing. <laughs> she just gave a whole little sermon right now. Child, I be you talking know? too much. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I appreciate she gave, you. She, gave, she, she she spoke some facts. See, Mike, that's the thing about my guests. They're going to speak facts, and I'm going to let them flow. Let them go. Let so, it flow. That's what my name means. Aize. Let it flow. Aize. Let it flow. Ah, I got it this time. Yeah, yeah. Hanif, I got it this time. Gonna put the government out there. Get it right. Get it right. (laughs) Well, that concludes our segment for the day. Thank you, Aize, for being a part of this segment. This is a peace of mind signing out, the basis of perseverance, where their story may be your story. And how you handle your situations and circumstances is key. Until next time, peace and blessings.